The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Brand new episode, and it's just like Star Wars. That's the name of the episode, just like Star Wars. Uh, it really is just like Star Wars, because... Uh, We've we've got a diverse cast this time around. Uh, Lee and Jimmy and Tony were uh, unavailable for recordings, so uh, I called in my angels. <laughs> I'm their Charlie. Uh, I, we called in uh, Kari, Kiki, and Rebecca to come and sit in. And man, if you thought the guys got crazy, <laughs> there's there's some there's some good stuff uh, that you're about to be exposed to. These those three are a lot of fun and uh, oh uh, yes also uh, stay till the end the reason Jimmy couldn't be here is he you know is out interviewing celebrities like he does on the weekends uh, he was in LA and he interviewed let's see from the movie Dog Days he got uh, Eva Longoria oh I love her Ken Marino very funny man uh, Vanessa Hudgens Adam Pally Nina Dobrev and Tone Bell and then He's interviewing the cast of Crazy Rich Asians. So he's got Constance Wu, Henry Golding, Gemma Chan, Ken Jeong, and Aquafina are all going to be interviewed by Jimmy. So stay till the end of the episode and you get that star power uh, with Jimmy Martin. So that's that's very cool. Very good episode. I'm excited about this. Let's get to it. Just It's just like Star Wars, you guys. You'll find out why. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, of course, uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. They're open seven days a week. The hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on purchases over to, uh, over $20 or more. Excuse me, And the previews catalog for free with that hold. Uh, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Also, uh, Cabin Fever. Hi, Dave. Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square. It's corner 500 South, 700 East in Salt Lake. Uh, from lava lamps to lunchboxes, steampunk statues to acrylic skulls, and hard-to-find coffee table books. Dress up your dorm room with decor from Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Uh, also, the Twin Sons Cafe, Chef Daniel, has uh, started a GoFundMe campaign for the cafe to generate some working capital. He needs beer and wine license and a budget to you know advertise and all that. Uh, so go to GoFundMe.com and search Twin Sons Cafe. It'll pop right up. There's a link right there. Uh, Black Velvet Boutique also. Thank them. BlackVelvetBoutique.com. They're at 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. Open seven days a week. Not a porn store or novelty store. They are a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. And they have free sex education workshops as well. Black Velvet Boutique. Also, Park City Culinary Institute. Trained to cook and bake with master chefs who have opened Michelin star restaurants and cooked for the James Beard Foundation. Featured on the Food Network. Learn more about their four, eight, and 12-week programs. Financing is available on approved credit, and you can use the GI Bill. To learn more or apply today, visit ParkCityCulinaryInstitute.com. Also, FanX, we're going to be there. FanX, formerly Salt Lake Comic Con, returning September 6th through the 8th at the Salt Palace. And you can meet celebrity guests and shop from talented art and merchandise vendors. And uh, all kinds of great celebrities going to be there. And Geek Show is going to be doing a panel as well. Get the full lineup and purchase tickets at fanxsaltlake.com. All right, let's get to this new episode. Give us a moment and we'll get right there. It's just like Star Wars, you guys. Please to enjoy. This is not your everyday cafe. And this is just one indication. 
fucking delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, its food is. Fan X, formerly Salt Lake Comic Con, returns September 6th through the 8th at the Salt Palace. Fan X is Utah's ultimate pop culture fan experience. Prepare to geek out to the biggest Fan X lineup to date. Meet celebrity guests, including motion picture actors, comic creators, and animated character voice actors. Shop from talented art and merchandise vendors. Geek out to your favorite fandoms, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Doctor Who. Stranger Things, DC, Marvel, and many, many more. The FanX guest lists include Ben Affleck, David Tennant, Tim Curry, Dick Van Dyke, Evangeline Lilly, Carl Urban, Rain Wilson, Chuck Norris, Ian McDermott, Tom Welling, Paul Rubens, Katie Sackhoff, Trisha Helfer, and many, many more. Get the full lineup and purchase tickets at FanXSaltLake.com. And we'll see you at the Salt Palace September 6th through the 8th. And welcome to the basement. Yeah. Woo. yeah. Okay. Hi. Podwad. <laughs> this uh, we've got a different grouping here today, Carrie. A little bit different today. Diversity. Oh my God. It's ladies' night, and we're feeling okay. <laughs> we're feeling all right. Oh, Xanax hasn't kicked in yet. Geeks are going to be so mad at our show. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like Star Wars. It's full of chicks and black people now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What the hell? Just like Star Wars. Just That's like Star Wars. <laughs> Goddamn geek shows ruined now. Let's start a petition. Let's, yeah. Ratcon geek show. Yeah. Yeah. Just Let's take like up all of Shannon's shitty old tweets. Get him fired. Yeah. yeah, from Geek Show. Could you imagine if somebody approached Carrie and they were like, <laughs> so funny. I have a problem. See, here's here's the thing, is it and I really appreciate the guys who put together the Geek Show podcast archive. I really do. Yeah. But I know for a fact that it's being mined right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, being 100%. mined for things that we said ten years ago that yeah. you know It's ridiculous. I don't give a shit. I stand by everything I've ever I, said. Yeah. I, st- yeah. <laughs> oh, I stand yeah. I stand by what I said. I still fucking think Christian Leitner should have never been on the USA basketball dream team. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking stain. James Gunn him. Fire him. God damn it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So this this episode is just like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of it. <laughs> I guess I Geek have show, to delete my Instagram. How about Geek Show got ruined like Star Wars? No, <laughs> Did you? I see dare the... you guys to come after me on my social media. <laughs> Did you see the video that someone made? It was like um, a brick parody, but with Star Wars, and it stars like Ryan Johnson, and like it's all about the diversity within Star Wars and. If you liked Brick, you'll like this. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. It's like Star. It's like Return of the Incels or oh something my like God, that. Amazing. Oh my god, that's funny. All right, so let's uh, let's meet the panel. Well, we'll start with with our regulars, Jay Whitaker, everyone. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good Hi evening. Uh, I hope you're doing well wherever you're listening to this right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to Geek Show Podcast, even though it's just like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Let's see. I got dates. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's see. So it's it's August 3rd as we record this, right? Or August 4th? Uh, this is our, well, this will be released the 6th. Uh, August 6th. This is August 4th <laughs> as we record this. I'll be in Dick's Beantown's Comedy Club in Worcester, Massachusetts. Yeah, Dick, Yikes. Dick's, Bean T <laughs> Dick's Beantown Comedy Club in Worcester, Massachusetts, August 17th and 18th. Is that what he calls his girlfriends? <laughs> no, just Beantown. Beantown, Boston Beans. That's, it's, 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 yeah, I'm thinking worst something candy. else. It's the worst candy on the yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> something else. You know, Richard, Richard's from Beantown. He's from Boston. So that's, that's what it is. So August, Dick's Beantown. August 17th, I'll be there. Um, and then uh, September... I want to say September 13th, I will be in Vancouver, the other one, uh, Washington, Vancouver, Washington, not mm -hmm. not, not the uh, British Columbia. Okay. Um, Sorry, not I'll be at the Kiggins Theater. And then uh, September 17th through the 22nd, I will be in uh, the Big Pine Comedy Festival in Arizona. So uh, check me out there. And then uh, at follow me on Twitter at It's Jay Whitaker. And then uh, next week, excuse me, next weekend, I'll be opening for Brad Williams here in Salt Lake City. Very funny comedian. You guys know him from the About Last Night podcast with Adam Ray. Very funny people. All right, bye. Okay. <laughs> bye, then. Uh, Shannon, on the other hand, ain't doing anything. Nope. <laughs> Cleaning up dog shit. My man. Making lunch for Jackson. That's what I'm doing That's right now. That's what you do. I'm a but I did a lot a couple weeks ago. What's that? Went to Indiana. Indiana. Oh, that's right. And you know what? I had a good fucking time. You had a video store. I had a video. Now, this is a story. Okay. okay. I got to get a shout out to... Uh, my crew, uh -huh. the educators. We're gonna make a wrestling group. I'll tell you about that one. <laughs> educators. I'm, I'm the manager. Ron, the manager. Ron and John are the educators. Ron. Their, their finishing move is the final exam, and then when they're knocked out, I come and I stamp a big F on their chest. Oh, it's beautiful. And I then uh, you'd make a great heel. <laughs> anyway, I love it. Uh, Katie and Katie, she's the facilitator. The facilitator. <laughs> so. Uh, no, so like I so this conference six hundred other teachers, which was crazy to be around six hundred other educators. All getting drunk in it, Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> well, not all of us, just the fucking cool ones, you know. Uh, Bloomington, Indiana, fun fucking town, honestly. Really, they have a dis uh, an awesome distillery that you know how like most distilleries they just make like one booze. Mm -hmm. They make all the booze, all the booze, every booze. Yeah, uh, this great cider place. Now the cider place we went. And they make mead, too. Mm. Katie discovered that only Vikings should drink mead because she was sick for three days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, so we went the first night, me, Ron, and John, and Katie. Mm -hmm. And it was closed. It was like only open like three days a week. So, but we turned around, and mm -hmm. across the fucking street, a video rental store. Of Just course. like Star Wars. <laughs> and they had everything. They had everything. They had like the employee like section, you know, employee the suggestions. Employee picks. Yeah. What were their They picks? had the porno room. They had the Whoa. room full of porn. They have the beads. They yeah, you had to go through the fucking oh, beads. Fucking beads. Right? And I was just like, I put a video of, of it on Facebook. I was like, I think I fell in a fucking time hole, people. But anyway, we went back this. Oh my God. We went back on, on the Thursday when the cidery was open. And I was like, guys, I'm going to go get a membership to the video store. I, I want, I'm going to get a membership because I want a membership card. And earlier in the week, I'd send pictures of some of the pornos. To uh, my girl Jen, uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, I was like, "These are for sale." And the one that she was like, "She's like, bring that one home." Uh, oh shit! But it wasn't really for sale. But she wanted it because of the title. But you're gonna get those late fees. Well, there's more of the story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one she wanted just because of the title. Uh huh. It's called Accidental Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. 
accidental motherfuckers. motherfuckers. Like, oop, tripped Whoops. and fell on my mom. Uh, just like Star Wars. <laughs> just like Game of Thrones. So I signed up for a membership and I walk up with accidental motherfuckers. Yeah. One, please. And there you go. I'd like to get that, please. And I go, just let me ask you a question. What, what would happen if like, I just never brought this back? <laughs> Ron and John are just laughing their ass off. Yeah. Katie's waiting outside. She wants no part of this shit. Right? Don't blame her. And she goes, well, you'll get, it. You get rental fees. You won't be able to rent more until you bring it back. Oh, darn. I go, what if I was never going to rent anything from this place ever, ever again? And she goes, are you telling me you're just stealing this video? I go, yes. <laughs> yes, I am. So she sold it to me for 10 bucks. Now, but now I'm getting emails from Family Video. Is that the <laughs> name of it? Yeah. The name of the place is Family Video and they sold you accidental, accidental motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't, you I'm getting can't, emails. You can't write this shit. No, I get emails <laughs> that I got a late fee. And I was like, I called, I called Ron, and I was like, you saw, she saw, she's like, yeah, she sold you that shit, man. And uh, so now I got to call them and t- discuss this uh, say, accidental no, motherfucker situation. I, could it yeah, be? No. You, he has to call family video to dispute <laughs> accidental motherfucker. My charges, I, I was sold, I've got two witnesses. <laughs> but no. Could it be that the employee just said they were selling it to you for ten bucks? I don't know. She and just, didn't have the authority she, to do it. I, she wanted me out of there, and she, she just wanted, wanted yeah. yeah, wanted to be done. And with like it. two giggling sidekicks <laughs> out of there. Yeah, oh, Jesus, it's a good time. You guys would like John. Went in Bloomington. Family video. You guys would like Ron and John and Katie. <laughs> that is crazy. Ron was my roommate. I stayed in the dorm. You guys, I had a roommate. I like that. I like, just and, and, like old and they were, times. No, I was never. I never lived in a dorm before. No, it's just like new school, times. Like, no, see, Shannon and I are alike in yeah. that we, we the, the whole sharing rooms thing. It's kind of we're divas. We yeah. we we won't we won't share rooms. But I had such a good time. I walked in. I thought I was going to get paired up with some old stupid white teacher, right? Yeah. <laughs> I walked in. There was a bottle of vodka sitting there. And he wasn't there, and I was like, "Yeah." But it turned out it was it was Ron, a young African American. Art teacher from Atlanta. I love this buddy cop nice. show. Oh, no. And like, <laughs> it's my favorite. Total buddy. <laughs> I love I, it. I miss you, Ron. Hey, listen to the show now. Come to his pub Good. quiz. Yeah, come. Yeah, come I'll come to my pub quiz, too. Yeah, he looked really cool. Maybe one of the prizes will be accidental motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Please. You're never, ever getting rid of that. I'm not. I'm going to frame it. Hang frame on that wall. shit. Uh, Lucky 13, Wednesday nights. Yeah. It's a great time. Uh, our returning champion, she loves this buddy cop show. I do. It's me, Kari. Kari is it. here. Hello, friends. It's her birthday. It's my birthday. And it's a special birthday. Yeah. It is. It's, it's uh, the big three zero here. I've finally aged out of sexual harassment and catcalling. Is that right? So, yeah. I, don't think that's I won't true. be experiencing Not... any of that ever I, again. I, I, no. It's true. I don't think that's true. No. I. You know what? I'm setting my expectations uh, pretty high here, but I'm pretty sure that's what happens when you turn thirty. Everything is better. Right? No. <laughs> oh, no. I like how the. I turn a the, generation in a month. The and three men over 30 here all just like. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. shit's going to start falling apart. <laughs> yeah. But here's the uh, thing. I use makeup wipes for different things. <laughs> here's the difference, though, is you're over 30 men. That's you true. can't speak to the over 30 women. Women's this experience. Yeah. We can't. You can speak to the inevitable, uh, like. Fear of mortality, the impending doom. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. It. This took a sharp I welcome mortality. Yeah. Well, the existential dread. You're entering your sexual 
like peak. my sexual prime. Yeah, yeah. actually, I and I, I'm exiting it. Yeah. So like, bye. My finishing move is like literally my finishing move. Bye. I never found mine. Yeah, I'm excited because I I read a bunch of articles. You know, because aging is hard for women, regardless of how we try to play it off. Um, and so I went to read articles to make myself feel better, and I like put in Google keywords that weren't like hot women over 30 and like kept getting porn but mm-hmm. I found a bunch of articles that said like your sexual prime is 30 to 36 you can turn on women. safe search you don't <laughs> have to leave it off uh, I, I like to live dangerously <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I'm a boy uh, yeah I prefer to live dangerously at work usually actually the other day I got the ad blocker on or not the ad blocker the search blocker on work and the security guy immediately pings me and he's like don't do it again <laughs> that's all he said uh, yeah Yikes. you can follow me on Instagram at peachiestkari I wouldn't recommend following me on, following me on Twitter I actually uh, that's where I follow you right after broken news <laughs> uh, I had a guy follow me and his, his uh, Twitter bio said it was like father LDS um, like lover of geek stuff and I was like obviously like a cool geek show fan um, and he lasted 16 hours well so <laughs> keep in mind not for the faint of heart uh, it's peachiest Kari on Twitter and Instagram uh, don't follow me on Facebook <laughs> Because she don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Sure don't. I'll now, fight that, your now that you're 30, you really Dixon. don't give no fucks. She'll draw dicks on your children. Yeah. <laughs> I did it once and I didn't even get banned for it. It was yeah. crazy. This lady with like a weird, she had like the mother like bump it haircut. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, can I speak to your manager? Yeah. The can I speak to you? Thank you very much. Yeah. The can I speak to your manager? And I we said. the Karen. Yeah. I was like, hey, lady, <laughs> stop being racist or I'm going to draw dicks on your children and uh, pictures of your children. And she was like, you wouldn't dare. And I was like, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know my life. Uh, she knows all about the on and off of the safe search. She's Rebecca Frost, our returning champion as well. Hey, I practice safe search. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that but is. I, but I also don't because you name a porn parody and I've seen it. It's true, actually. You know what just came out? Fortnut. <laughs> I only know that because of Rebecca. <laughs> I only know it because of wow. Rebecca. She needs to do start they, like, a podcast. Do the dances Fortnut. and shit? I personally haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I just know it exists. There's The creator from Fortnite is... From here, really? Yeah, that's cool. He's from Please here. don't For take away from my porn Fortnite. parody talk. No, I just, I just, I just wanted to throw. Rebecca, that in. will you do a porn parody review podcast for us? One I day? yeah, it's in the works okay. right now. It's gonna be like some... a quick five minute drive time thing where I get drunk and de- detail the plot of porn parodies. Oh, I love it. I will. I have questions about Overwatch porn. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Where, where can we get your stuff, Rebecca? <laughs> Twitter is where I'm at at Joss Whelan. Yes. Yep. <laughs> She has questions about Overwatch porn. <laughs> I have lots of questions. She's our returning champion. See if it even exists. Hold on. Kiki, Kiki is here. Hey, hey what's up, guys? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, uh, cosplayer, your geeky BFF gamer. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of things to say. You can also find me on the SLC Sit Down Podcast with my girl Kat Umano. That's my baby. That's, that's my baby. That's my muffin. That's my baby. <laughs> oh, I, can I tell you guys a story just really fast sure. after Kiki? All right, or, no, okay. Go ahead. So uh, Kat, or no, so uh, I had a geek show person message me on uh, Instagram and they were like, hey, I'm working on your building and I think I saw you. Sorry to be creepy. Like it was really polite. Um, and he was like, I, I've been hearing Jay talk about this cat girl a lot. He's like, is that like his like best friend? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Just a couple of gal pals. <laughs> Just a couple of gal pals palling around. It was really cute. He was like, is that like his best friend? And I was like, no, they fucking. <laughs> fuck. You didn't answer the question. Lights I, on, I, I dog. Didn't. Is that his best friend? I don't know, Jay. They got a dog together. Wilson. 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Kiki. Yeah. No, that's a great cat is the best. Shout out to you, cat. But yeah, no, check us out on the SLC Sit Down <laughs> podcast, me and her. Um, and yeah, find me on social media. I cosplay and <laughs> got a lot of shit to say all the time about stuff. We've, put, ma- we've poisoned her. She used to be so sweet and now she is all this sh- I anger. Just, I have so much anger. I want to be like you, Kari. <laughs> <laughs> I, no. I took a sexy dance class with Kiki once. Oh, that's right. I was only there dance. once. Oh, heels. Yeah. Get your heels on, guys. Yeah, Kiki teaches dance. I, I, I went to a STEM conference that she helped organize once. <laughs> that was pretty For cool. real. Kiki, Kiki does yeah. a lot of positive things. Yes. You know who else does a lot of positive things? Our host. Yes. Oh, Carrie. 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 I, I dream of being like Carrie. Oh, now stop. Uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you do? Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. X ninety six dot com and then this of course that, no, just well, six there's to ten just six to ten okay yeah that's, that's, that's all you need okay. it, that's it's all. <laughs> like uh, like Kunlun the radio station appears at six and then disappears at ten I don't wow. know what happens after I really that. like the way yeah. that you pr- pronounced Kunlun Kunlun like I really like <laughs> it that. only appears to the most drunk of individuals that's you right. have to be a morning alcoholic to hear the oh, radio from right. hell you guys I forgot one more thing about accidental motherfuckers what? sorry oh <laughs> we want to know. So Please. we're in the dorm room, mm-hmm. right? God. After drinking and watching and, and, accidental and, and, and I, this was once again. This is a, a gift from my girl, like mm-hmm. you do. I look over on the shelf where it was sitting. It's gone. <gasps> accidental motherfuckers was, was gone. Oh no! And I'm like, Ron, Ron, where's, where's my, my porn? No. And he goes, I don't know, man. And I'm like, seriously, where the fuck is it? And I go, Oh my god, Katie or John must have fucking stole it. And, and I just start freaking out. And poor John, he's texting them. He's like, one of you motherfuckers got this porno. You've left me down here with a ticking time bomb. <laughs> I'm screaming. Hey, I heard two of the funny, funniest drunken uh, email, I mean, uh, voicemails I've ever heard in my life from me. John was like, John, I know one of you motherfuckers have my porno. <laughs> and then I was nicer to Katie. I said, like, come on. Katie. Katie, that's a gift for my girl. This is fucked up. Anyway. Hey, <laughs> I didn't ask. Is this a DVD or VHS? Oh, yeah. DVD. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was kind of hoping it was VHS. Yeah, yeah, I should have right? brought it. We could have watched it together. Yeah. Like 4K? Yeah. yeah. I, was, I, was uh, I don't re- know. I was really we should have put it on in the background instead of the music. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see how somebody acts. I can acts- find it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see how learn how somebody accidentally fucks her mom. That's what I'm most excited for. Yeah. Uh, well, let us know. Give us a report. I, I will. If you would. Uh, <laughs> I want a full report. It exists on Overwatch porn. <laughs> yeah, I did a, oh, I did a search fair. for it. And it's like uh, Overwatch oh. hentai came up. And I'm like... No, no, like, thank you. Like, yeah, the dark corners of the internet sometimes. Yeah, I, I try to avoid dark and full of tears. Yeah. No, like the thing was because I'm I got this. All right, quick, real quick. Yeah, I got I got this. Yeah, we'll, I know. we'll start the show any moment. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> on the edge of my seat. We didn't want to blow. Our, we didn't want to blow our pod wide. I know, right? <laughs> That's pod racing. All right, just like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> There's such me. consistency. I love it. No, like um, I, I was searching for because my son, like uh, his room is half my my studio background for my podcast that I do, and so uh, we like he, he wanted to add some art, and so my son typed in Overwatch fan art. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. no! Safe my, search. And my safe search was off. Oh. Deviant art. Because I live dangerously. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. And uh, my son saw some things that he wasn't supposed to. He was grew it, up was that it day. Just like Star Wars. <laughs> he was grew it a up lot of Brigida? was a lot of Brigida. She's like top searched, I've heard. Redheads are always. Actually, did you actually hear his testicles drop? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
I, I can't look Doomfist in the face America. anymore. <laughs> Father. I can't look Doomfist and Brigitte in the face anymore. But I appreciate it. The realm is mine, Father. Father. <laughs> Let's start the show. Uh, maybe we should start the show. Okay. Uh, we got to start with raising a glass. Oh, to Now, you'll have to indulge me on this Who one. died? This is... Oh, he, he says we have a, to indulge him. He so always has obscure okay. shit. Okay. Like, he was the guy that, like... Uh, you know, mechanized R two D two. Oh shit! For real? You hear that? Yeah. Raising a glass yeah. to Doug Grindstaff. Yes, that's okay. his name. Is that Reinhardt? <laughs> Doug Grindstaff, eighty-seven. He is the guy who created all of the sounds that you're hearing. Oh. He's the guy who created all of the sounds for classic Star Trek. So that the door whoosh, the yeah. phaser, everything, all of it. He created all of those. He also worked on Mannix, Mission Impossible, The Odd Couple, all those old shows. He worked. He's, he was just a sound effects guy. Oh wow! But he created these these sounds that iconic. are that are iconic. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you hear this, you know what it is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, I, I'm I'm a sound effects nerd. I always have been. Uh, you know, like so when Ben Burt dies, I'll be, you know. Really, it's tragic. But this guy, and I, I didn't even know his name until I, I found this story, just cruising around the internet one day, and there, there was his, uh, his obituary. Uh, he created all of this stuff. Uh, the, uh, you know, Dr. McCoy's... Uh, Tricorder. No, the, the, the shot thing. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. just an air compressor. Yeah. You know, pssst, you know that's... The, he said Roddenberry needed sounds for everything, and I kept telling him, "This is too much. This is too much." And he goes, "No, I need sounds for everything." And so he created all of these sounds. Well, you don't so even cool. think about that side, yeah. of, like Star Trek and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, but he he did all of it. So uh, raising a glass to Doug Grindstaff, yeah. eighty-seven. To Doug, and they still use him like in Doug. the new in the new Star Trek they, movies. And they stuff. use mm-hmm. this. They mm-hmm. use these sound effects which, for very which is kind of which is kind of frustrating. Hmm? To, Okay, I just realized that as I'm as I'm listening to that, mm-hmm. 15 years in the military, I know equipment doesn't. We we try to keep it very 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 quiet. Well, yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> man, <laughs> like we. Uh... Now I broke. Now I broke our music. No, there but like, I, and not to no disrespect to Tony, I know you're listening because you got to mix this. But uh, notice how he was able to bring those up very quickly. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I was ready. Oh. I, I to to Tony's defense, I surprise him. Shots sometimes. fired. Yeah. Shots fired. So. All Be right. nice to Tony. Oh, it got dark under the shade all of a sudden. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I know. I can't drink all this tea. Haters throw shade like a sun visor. <laughs> all right. We uh, we got to take a break. Just oh, God. Already? Already. Yeah, no, like, I'm, I'm watching the clock. Because, uh, you know, this is, this is our, the first episode is broken into three parts just for our, for our returning champions who don't, <laughs> who don't know how it works. Um, and then when we come back, uh, I want to talk about... It's broken into three parts like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Ring theory. When, <laughs> when we come back, I want to uh, talk about the letter from the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Talk about yeah. that. So stand by. After these messages, we'll be right back. Oh, God damn it. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique 
is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. The Park City Culinary Institute in Salt Lake City is a school unlike any school in Utah. You will train to cook and bake with master chefs who have opened Michelin star restaurants, cooked for the James Beard Foundation, and have been featured on the Food Network. Anybody can attend culinary school. It's not just professional chefs. It's perfect for career changers, retirees, entrepreneurs, Or maybe you're just passionate about food. Or maybe you're already working in the culinary industry and would like to upgrade your skills and knowledge. Park City Culinary Institute's program in Salt Lake City might be for you. They make it that easy. Learn more about their 4, 8, and 12-week programs. Financing is available on approved credit, and you can even use the GI Bill. You're going to make new friends. There's a lot of networking opportunities. To learn more or apply today, visit ParkCityCulinaryInstitute.com and mention X96, you know, the station I work for, when you enroll and you'll receive an all-clad pot valued at $200. Park City Culinary Institute in Salt Lake City at 1484 South State Street or go to ParkCityCulinaryInstitute.com. Cabin Fever reminding the college crowd to stop by for some dorm decor. Cabin Fever carries a large selection of room decor options for your bedroom or dorm. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever so much more than a card store. It's getting to be that time of year again, packing up for the summer and getting back to school for another year of wisdom, education, and weekends with friends. How's that dorm working out for you? Switch it up this year with help from Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. From lava lamps to lunchboxes, steampunk statues to acrylic skulls, as well as an array of hard-to-find coffee table books, dress up your dorm room with decor from Cabin Fever. And for the subset, brand new Wake and Bake coffee mugs, beer pong accessories, shot glasses, and flasks. Cabin Fever's got your weekends covered as well as your dorm. It's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. And we're back. Yeah. All right. Uh, this has been all over the internet, but uh, I'm going to read it anyway, just in case. Please do. Uh, this uh, this was uh, signed by uh, Crisp Rat. <laughs> That's how you pronounce his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crisp Rat, uh, Zoe Saldana, Dave, Bas- Dave Bautista, uh, Karen Gillan, Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, Sean Gunn, Palm Kalepnikov. If <laughs> Who's that? 
Uh, Mantis. Palm <laughs> Clementif. All right. And uh, Rooker. Uh, Michael Rooker. All you need to know is Palm Signature takes up half the oh, page. Oh, yeah. It seemed, it's, I, I saw that and I went, that's kind of rude. Also, <laughs> well, you can see Michael Rooker and Dave Batista at Fan X on yes. September 16th. Uh, Batista is not going to do a, a celebrity uh, right. a ballroom. He's just here for the half the day. So if, yeah. if you want to meet him, you you got to get, yeah. get your order in. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so here's the letter that they wrote. Uh, an open letter from the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy to our fans and friends. We fully support James Gunn. We were all shocked by his abrupt firing last week and have intentionally waited these 10 days to respond in order to think, pray, listen, and discuss. The pray part was Pratt, I'm yep. sure. Yep. Chris Pratt. Um, Christ Pratt. Chris Pratt. I like He's Christy. Oh, he is, yeah. In that time, we've uh, been encouraged by the outpouring of support from fans and members of the media who wish to see James reinstated as director of Volume 3, as well as discouraged by those so easily duped into believing the many outlandish conspiracy theories surrounding him. Now, let's just stop there and address that. I have a question. Yeah. What conspiracy theories? Well, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that right-wing corner Q, of the internet. It's called... They've got a name now. Yeah, they've... QAnon. QAnon. But these are these are actually right-wing pundits that sprang from Breitbart and uh, have created Info their own Wars. thing. And Infowars. Those people. I mean... Yeah. I know all about Karin. it. I'm a, literally an internet conspiracy. Well, not a, it's not a conspiracy. There's, no. it's, there's a paper trail. And, you can and, read all about it. And they're, what they're doing is, is they're, they're trying to get you know, dirt on these liberals in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They're trying it against Tom Hanks, of all people. Yeah. And the go-to is pedophile. That's their go-to. Dan Harmon deleted his Twitter because they found an old promo he did Mm -hmm. because they accused him of being a pedophile. And yeah, Dan Harmon fucks a baby doll. He was like doing a parody of Dexter. Yeah, he was doing it. I only fuck bad babies. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Come on. I'm sorry. Great. Now they're going to data mine this one and just cut out that one clip. Um, but yeah, it's it's literally Dan Harmon deleted his Twitter because he saw the oncoming storm after Disney fired James Gunn. There's no reprieve. People yeah. are terrified. Well, yeah. and it's like Ryan Johnson went back and deleted like 20,000 yep. tweets. And Mary Sue was like, uh-oh. And Ryan Johnson was like, don't, don't. <laughs> don't yeah. look at yeah. me like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's not, it, a, lot of, a lot of people are doing it now. Mm-hmm. And, I did it. And not because they have anything to hide. They're just doing that. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these tweets, sometimes they can be taken out of context and used against you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, let's continue. Uh, being in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies has been a great honor in each of our lives. We cannot let this moment pass without expressing our love, support, and gratitude for James. We are not here to defend his jokes of many years ago, but rather to share our experience of having spent many years together on set making Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. The character he has shown in the wake of his firing is consistent to the man he was every day on the set, and his apology now and from years ago when first addressing these remarks, which we have talked about, we believe is from the heart, a heart we all know, trust, and love. In casting each of us to help him tell the story of misfits who find redemption, he changed our lives forever. We believe the theme of redemption has never been more relevant than now. That, which, that's powerful. I think, yeah. Each of us looks forward to working with our friend James again in the future. His story isn't over, not by a long shot. There is little due process in the court of public opinion. James is likely not the last person to be put on trial. Given the political divide in this country, it's safe to say instances like this will continue, although we hope Americans from across the political spectrum can ease up on the character assassinations and stop weaponizing mob mentality. Boom. Uh, It is our hope that uh, what has transpired can serve as an example for all of us to realize the enormous responsibility we have to ourselves and to each other regarding the use of our written words 
when we etch them in digital stone. That we as a society may learn from this experience and the future and in the future we'll think twice before we decide what we want to express. And in so learning, perhaps can harness this capability to help and heal instead of hurting each other. Thank you for taking the time to read our words, Guardians of the Galaxy. Man, who wrote that? That's yeah, it's, it's, it's Zoe. That. That's great. I That's mean, let's be probably real. Zoe. Probably Zoe. That's Zoe. <laughs> Definitely a woman. Yeah, nobody can be that diplomatic. That's, that's, I, that's I work Zoe in or, ghostwriting. Somebody wrote that. Yeah, that's absolutely. beautiful. That's Zoe or Karen Gillan, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, I'm going to tell you what, man. They either need to reinstate him. Mm-hmm. Or don't make that fucking movie. Well, Disney yeah. came back. They doubled down, they and they like, they nope. Down. What's done is done. Yeah, yeah, they they said they're done. Yeah. Who are they hiring in place? They don't have anyone. They don't have a release date. They don't have. They have a mostly finished script from James Gunn. You know, I mean, and I don't do this, man. And I, you know, I love that. There's a special place in my heart. Yeah, for me those too. Me too. Guardians movies. Yeah, they're just like Star Wars. It was the <laughs> beginning of obscure things that we loved that we never thought would see the light of day that well, we'd never get right. to talk about with other people. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Not I, even on the B list. There was a D list comic. It, yeah. Truly. Well, I, I, there's a Jeffy connection to me. Yeah. For that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> one of my relationships started after you know because of that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they make one without gun, I'm not going to go see it. I'm going to say so it right either. now. I'd like. I don't, I'm not one of those, I'm going to boycott. Uh, can I read I this tweet really quick? Do you guys mind? Sure, go ahead. I thought it was really insightful. It says, not to, uh, this is Twitter user Baby's Driver, which I think is funny. <laughs> um, not to sound like an old man yelling at a cloud, but sometimes I really worry about our generation's lack of ability to recognize morality is not binary and being good is about improving upon the mistakes you've made, not never making them. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Well, and yeah even, I mean, like, even though the core of this is actually legitimately, um, like it's a slander campaign against James Gunn. That is. He did make a mistake and we all recognize that. We all yeah. know that like, you know, yeah. we, all, we all had shitty un developed we humor we yeah. had to grow up we all had to learn how to develop our humor yeah. people need to think about the environment that he was in when he made some of those tweets he was working for trauma for, for trauma yeah. well, and people are comparing it to Roseanne's firing and I was like because no, that was totally today. That, that happened two today. weeks ago yeah, yeah this like, happened like you know a month ago this yeah. is nine years ago he yeah. also got ahead of the apology he apologized in 2012 mm-hmm. for a yeah. lot of the th- like for the majority of these things especially the giving tree one I'm sorry that no he was talking about like the tree filleting a, the boy and I was like that's pretty funny actually I'm so sorry but we talked about this uh, six years ago I wasn't even on the podcast back then but yeah. I saw that tweet that we uh, that, that uh, Geek Show Twitter you can follow us on Twitter um we tweeted out that James Gunn was way ahead of this. Mm-hmm. Like Disney knew what they were yeah. getting themselves into. Well, apparently in the archive, a guy found it, and yeah. it's on our Geek Show Twitter. He found the episode where we we read the stuff that James Gunn said. You need to know about this stuff before you hire me, and yeah. we read it. So go back in the archive and find that it's episode. Weak. But, I'm sorry, it's just yeah. and it's opening Disney up to like everybody. That, now they can just get blackmailed by. Well, exactly. They, they've 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 created a, uh, a a context, a pre-context for it. It, it. This is the way it will have to be now, Disney, because well, yeah. you did it to James Gunn. Why don't you do it to exactly. Blank? I mean, yeah, and, you know? and and the fact of the matter is, is is now, pretty much, Deadpool is a part of the Disney universe. Mm-hmm. It is now, yeah, pretty much. Like, think about that for a second. So, anyone that's involved in that shenanigan. That's all. Well, yeah. like number one, problematic as number fun. one, everyone is trash. Just got to realize it. Everybody. Number two, Everybody. number two, you ca- Disney cannot continue to employ Johnny Depp if this is the standard that exactly. they have set. Exactly. This Hello. is the standard. If this is the standard we're going by, I like the person that raised you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. 
<laughs> yeah, they're they're okay. They're all right. The, this this is this one's better. I know. But, <laughs> I know, but this but, is the, the upgraded I version. Is, yeah. I know. I know you're the I'm apex. The, I'm the frost of today. Yeah. <laughs> I I I know you're the apex, and but it's just no, yeah. but it's just like you can't hold like if he was still doing that stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Right. right. I mean, people change. People improve. People if be, they're decent people, people well, become you know I mean? woke, and yeah. that's mm-hmm. the thing. Get well, woke, people. And and the, I mean, yeah, you're not. These are mistakes. Everybody makes them. Well, well and, I, and, and I, I'll, I'll use this show as an example. Yeah. As we're using the ten years ago, right. this show is ten years old. If you go back and listen to those early shows, you are certainly not the same person. Oh, I, I am not the same person that I am today. Yeah. Well, uh, so my, I know. I know for a fact I'm not. I'm a, I, yeah. I mean. Five years ago, Kari and I wouldn't even be at the same table. No, absolutely not. Yeah, no, I, I had a horrible reputation, and I, inv- I like no. Absolutely people not. can change. Well, well and same thing with like Hella Sweetie. We used to vehemently state we're we're not feminists, yeah. but then we went through a puberty and mm-hmm. got woke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's my, and I've said this example before, but like nine years ago, I was in college at my liberal arts college, mm-hmm. and in one of my teacher <laughs> classes. Uh, they were they were talking about white privilege, yeah. And I was just like, I didn't say anything in class, but I'm like, it's bullshit, bullshit man. That's bullshit. I don't yeah. have any white guilt. You know, uh, it's no, it's bullshit. Like, no, Star Wars is fine the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. So like, and until I started working where I worked, mm-hmm. and honestly, Jay, until I got to be friends with you, yeah. you know, that's when I was like, well, yeah, I'm pretty fucking lucky to be white. Yeah, you know what you, I mean? It's like, go like to I got. Where you can go to a movie screening and not get bothered? Yeah. <laughs> or I can uh, play getting arrested by the cops and it's all fun and games. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You like, call the cops for fun? No, sh- no. Yeah. Shannon, Shannon's witnessed it so many times. And so... Oh, yeah. I'm just, it yeah. blows my fucking mind. I'm like... And I get pissed. You get more pissed than I do. <laughs> and I'm like... Right. He's on the show! <laughs> well, and I... And I've He's told, supposed to be! <laughs> I've told, I've told oh, my this, God. I've told this story many, many times, but I uh, saw Phantom Menace. With uh, with my wife and and her brother, and uh, Porterhouse. Yeah, they're Koreans, by the way. So okay. you know. Okay. Uh, and so when the oh, uh, Trade uh, oh, Federation aliens I can't showed even up, imagine. yikes! And they started to talk like this. Oh no, I'm so sorry. Drew, audibly in the theater, went, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> and I, I fucking love Drew. And I went, "Oh shit!" Yeah. And and that's that was kind of my beginning. That was mm, that was right. when it all started for me. Mm-hmm. And then some shit happened with Drew here that I've told st- many times about him. He, he gets he gets pulled over and I don't get pulled over. We're driving the same car. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, well, did Drew's you hear about, the, did you hear about Questlove guy. getting yeah. pulled over? Yeah, yeah. Questlove got pulled over and the cop recognized him from Jimmy Fallon. Is he on? And he was like, "Oh, sorry, be on your way." Yeah. yeah. For those who don't know, Questlove is from the Roots, the legendary yes. Roots mm-hmm. crew, mm-hmm. Uh, hip hop's original band. Make sure you go check them out. Who if you did? Don't know. And they did some great stuff with Elvis Costello. Yeah. That is out there. These are facts. These it's are really facts. good. It's really good. All I want to say, if you're the same person you are today, from like ten years ago, Oof. you got problems. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, she just put you on blast. I know. <laughs> Take a look at <laughs> it. It's a fucking truth. You look look at yourself, Darren. You looked in that mirror. You Chat. That I'm talking to you. Yeah, Karen. Just saying. Get woke. Oh, I mean, and and really, I think that the past year and a half to two years has forced growth. Has really, I've seen a lot of people yeah. forced into growth. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of. I know this sounds terrible, but the current political climate has validated all of the uptight 
shitty stuff that I've like I've burned a lot of bridges and I regret some of the methods that I've used, but I don't regret the the stuff that I was like railing about during the Obama administration. Happy like, birthday, Obama. I, I know. He shares my birthday. It's lovely. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. I, we were born on the same island, too. <laughs> That's Oahu. Right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, BFF. Kenya? <laughs> Kenya's not an island. No, oh, sorry. Just, <laughs> just to clarify, I don't have an idea to buy groceries. All I have is this birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. An ID to buy groceries. Yeah. Motherfucker. Anyway. But it is weirdly validating to see how bad things have gotten because I was like, the whole time I was like, this could get really bad. You got, Does anybody see that it could get bad? Anybody? Well, and they're starting, they're feeling emboldened. And, and you know, this is this is part of it, the James Gunn yeah. thing. But they're, they're feeling emboldened. And Disney has empowered them. And Disney has empowered them now. And so, but, but it's while okay. We put out movies like Coco. <laughs> yeah. But while we're on the subject, I want to talk to, to our three returning champions here. What's it like out there on the internet for you guys right now? Because I, I, <laughs> I see Curry every once in a while. I She's an internet warrior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to take my Adderall. And I have to take literally, I have to take a stimulant if I'm going to log on. And then, and then Kiki was telling me some stories when she got oh, here. Oh, yeah, Kiki. Let's talk about your, what feud did you have? Oh, yeah. my God. Girl. Orange is the new black. <laughs> Oh, this is all about the new... Uh, oh, black is the new orange, yeah. Uh, the Starfire character yeah. in uh, Titans, that yeah. the live-action TV show, which will be on the DC streaming service. Watch it on your phone. Watch it on your phone. <laughs> I just, I just laugh because yeah. Kari's always telling me how much patience I have, and I think I don't have any patience, but then I really like go back and think about like when I'm on social media and I'm having these conversations like... Wow, like, and that's just because I'm trying to get to the root cause because of why people think the way they think. You don't escalate to like, no. why do you think that way? Well, your mom's a whore. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. I want to say that. I'm saying that deep down inside. Yeah. I'm saying that deep you're down. You're saying inside. it in your. You're saying it in your living room. <laughs> I'm just like typing it. I've seen. I've seen Kiki vent at my house, and I know. I know. I know what she says on mic. Is entirely different. Where Kiki tries to be an ambassador and she like tries to like really get to know like the root of like why are you being lo- like do you not understand that racism yeah. isn't just like blatant like why are you being this way? Right. I just throw a Molotov cocktail in the house. Yeah. <laughs> right, and some subjects will make me do that as well. But like with this subject with Titans and this actress who's being Starfire and Diop. Yes. So so for those who don't know the 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 character Starfire. Uh, is being is being played by a, a black woman. Yes, but the character of Starfire is an orange skin alien. Tangerine. So <laughs> it's coral. Not 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 Trump, not, yeah. not, not, not Trump orange. Not like, Trump orange. Like to like a tangerine, but a, a delicious orange. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, so anyway, which Georgia peach. <laughs> It's so true, though. But, like, she's a black woman. She's playing Starfire. And there was um, a video that was, like, circulating on social media that was not BuzzFeed. I forget what they're called. But, like, they're just talking about, like, this is... She had to shut down her social media because yeah. of the same shit that people did to bullshit. Kelly Marie Tran yeah. with Star Wars. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, for, she looked great. Mind you, I blame the costumer. Like, now, the, the, the professional tri- cosplayer in you will be a little bit more picky right, about right, the costume. Right. And, like, <laughs> I don't really like what they put her in. And then as far as her hair, it was the right color. It just wasn't a high-quality wig or weave, whatever it was that she was wearing. Yeah. Some but, white woman put her in that shit. Right. 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 Karen. But I'm saying... And then, like, I, I follow a lot of black cosplayers, and there was a one cosplayer who was gorgeous, black, and she did it as a statement, and she wore the long, straight, like, fire wig, which was oh, awesome. Okay. She looked great. She had the green eyes. She looked great. But then, like, through conversations, everyone's just like, well, not my Starfire. She shouldn't be black. I mean, and then some people are like, well, it's just a costumer, but I don't know. We'll just see how it is. Who gives a shit? She's a black woman playing an amazing character, 
and she's gonna rock it why does that even have to be an but, issue and people were like well it wasn't racist and I'm like yeah but then why do the tweets say Starfire is not African yeah like what the hell you clearly you know what I was just like I wish somebody would go with, with Photoshop and change her skin to fucking orange and see how fucking stupid you she's can't gonna have look. a booty right. like that and be orange. And be orange. But no, and I'm saying she would look fucking stupid. Because it's out orange. of this world. It looks good. Hey. It, it looks okay. It looks hey. okay in a comic book. It looks okay in the cartoon. But if you translate that to live action, it's going to look fucking stupid. And yeah. I liked the fact that she had natural hair. Yeah, like, We I like need that. more like uh, Zazie Beats with yeah. Domino. I yeah. Love, oh, yeah, I love that. Oh, I yes. love characters now that are like having like they're black women, they're showing their natural hair. I saw on Instagram just looking up like natural hairstyles and there was a girl who had fire braids. And I was like, put her in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do something better. No, yeah. Right. It, like, it, it's, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta back you up on this, but just wearing Black hair naturally feels fucking wonderful. Right. And like, I mean, as I record this right now, I'm wearing my hair natu- natural. Snappy yeah, as shit. Yeah, you got this. Yeah. Boy, you look good. You better shut up. I actually <laughs> like it. I like it a lot. I like, I like it, it a lot. Like, too. And the it's like, nice. I never get it, the chance to grow my hair. And I have, when I show up in uniform, I have to mat it down. Like, I sent a video to Kari this morning to wish her a happy birthday. In that video, my hair is very tucked and uniform and I had to mat it down to conform to standards. Uh, mm-hmm. But I now it's nappy as shit. So natural hair is the shit. That's what the point of My little point. sister has coarse hair too because my mom's Polynesian. So my little sister inherited like like darker, like natural, like coarser hair. So she has like curly, coarse hair. Mm-hmm. And I was doing research on it when I was younger trying to learn how to braid her hair because I didn't know how. I have thin hair. Uh, and I found this 80s ad and it said, relax your hair to relax the people around you. Oh my God. Which is oh, so wow. racist. Oh, oh there's, a, uh, there's a really great Twitter thread that I read just the other day about... Um, Jesus. Gra- like it's great that like TV shows and movies now are being more diverse and hiring more right. diverse actors. But with that, you need to hire a hairdresser who knows how to work Hello. with that hair. Well, I even, I even Somebody heard saw a glow. Well, <laughs> actually, I heard an inter- uh, interview with a, a, a lighting person. That did lighting for I can't remember for Insecure. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been Insecure. Yeah. Insecure, insecure Bisexual on HBO, lighting. Insecure on HBO lights black people the way that they're supposed to right. be. Yeah. yeah. Also, right. dear 100%. white people. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. a great show. Well, I, I just worked yeah. with Oba 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 who plays Dean Fairbanks. I just worked with him. I'm sorry. Oh, really? Oh, you're you're like geeking out. Of I got I got a brag. Oh. Voice of Lando Calrissian. Um, on, oh. on the on the. That's uh, amazing. The he says hi. By the way. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Here, oh, please, let's have it. That's awesome. I think one point though is that we as white people we think that straight hair is the standard. Like, and it is. It's displayed on all of our media. It's on TV. It's everywhere. So we don't actually <laughs> yeah. see Bucky. Yeah. Well, like, who's does like the reason that Starfire's hair is like straight and like silk? You know. What I mean, and white is because she was created by majority white people who work yeah. in the comic book industry. Exactly. Which, I mean, just to share my story, I just went natural like two, three years ago. Like, so I used to perm my hair, mm-hmm. straighten my hair with relaxers like most since I was like 12. And so this is like me now. So it, and it's, and it's, it's an empowering thing. So again, like looking at this show and seeing her, and I hope that if they're going to rework her, that they still give her natural hair. Um, that is just empowering to see. And also shout out to Netflix with the whole black lead movement and that show coming out called Napoli Ever After. Oh, oh yeah. Gotta go see that. With, with, uh, so. with uh, um, oh, I forget her name. Uh, fucking, what's her? 
Oh my god. Uh, Sonata Lathan, yeah. Thank you. Uh, did you guys notice that after uh, Deadpool came out, nobody fucking complained about Domino? You couldn't. Well, wow. they, did it, they did in the beginning, but yeah. then after, yeah, after yeah. the movie dropped, they yeah. was yeah. like, yeah. 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 After the movie came out. I had out. somebody post on my Facebook when they first announced it that he's like, hmm, I don't know about this. And he's like a big comic book nerd. And I was like, wrong place to post this, yeah. my friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, like, I lurk. I don't participate mm-hmm. in internet I'm fights. I'm the same way, yeah. And like, I, I have my strong opinions. Carrie knows this. Oh, yeah. But like, I I lurk on the internet. I don't get involved. But lurk. somebody posted, you know, I don't know. I'm not so sure about this domino. And I was like, wrong place. Because all of my friends at once. Yeah. All Rebecca Descended. has to do is make her sarcastic comment. And then it pings everybody. Because they see Rebecca commented. Exactly. I'm like, then you know all... I'm paying attention. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 that goes off for all three of y'all. Because every, yeah. every now and then I'll, I'll post something. I'm like, Rebecca Frost comments on this. And I'm like, cool. Better. Kiki. Kiki Furious commented on this. Oh shit! Okay, this guy. <laughs> Kari uh, has put. Po- oh. oh no! And I'll, I'll text my friends. I'm like, you sure you want this right now? Like this will I fuck up your, your Tuesday. With a friend, and she was like, her tweets are dot 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 long. <laughs> she true. got shit to say. It's I was true. like, this will fuck up your Tuesday. Yeah. See, this is why I want you three and Deborah Jensen on a Mighty Marvel team up. I want. I want. Uh, that's a crime fighting group right there. I'm we would too. You. We'd go around the city with like pink bats with nails in them. <laughs> Hashtag fight me so there's this uh, black cloth cosplayer who does Captain Marvel but she has her natural, natural hair. hair yes I oh, love her beautiful. I love her she's amazing and and yeah it's just social media is so funny. and that's the thing to look forward to when Captain Marvel comes out the Carol Corps is mm-hmm. so supportive yeah well, yeah. And, and I'm just gonna say as a fucking white dude yeah what's up bro yeah let's hear your opinion uh, for your, one yeah Stop fucking embarrassing me, other white dudes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, and also just, I can't believe that anybody gives a fuck. I can't, Who gives yeah. a fuck? I can't believe it's, it's, that, it's that important. And I mean, first of all, let's, say, let's just say Starfire is not a r- r- real thing. She's not real. She's not real. <laughs> no. Right? And what's complaining about- Just like Star Wars. Just, you know, it's just like, and, and, and you know, it's my catchphrase basically anymore. Mm-hmm. Get some real fucking problems. Yeah, there's right. bigger shit yes. to worry about on this goddamn planet. We got fucking babies in cages, man. The world's on fucking fire, well, and you're and, fucking crying about Starfire and taking the suck s- my dick. <laughs> and the same like concept with that, with like because on social media, besides this Starfire situation, there's another same situation about coloring your skin for cosplay and. Um, I should be able to cosplay Luke Cage or Storm and no, blah, blah, blah. Shouldn't. No, And it's just like, you can, but you're not supposed to paint your skin for crying out loud. They're not real characters. Black people are real well, people. Exactly. <laughs> like, and that's real. That <laughs> shit right there pisses me off so bad because it's like, no, that isn't like a, a, a institutionally racist thing. Well, right I, to paint your skin black to do blackface is racist. Now I had I had a, a, an email from a, a listener of the radio show mm-hmm. who said, uh, first of all, I need to let you know uh, our family's white, uh, <laughs> but my son loved Black Panther so much mm-hmm. that he wants to go for Halloween right. as Black Panther. Uh, what what do I do? Well, and you costume, let him, but don't let and, him paint, don't paint your skin brown. And right, so I, I found a couple of articles that address just this, and, and <laughs> some of the stars of Black Panther who were, who were actually looking forward 
right. to seeing white kids at their door dressed as Black Panther because it's all come around now. Yeah, sure. that means that it's they all were, coming yeah, together. They were excited That's the about same it. shit. Like, I yeah. mean, I, wanna, I would love to see just a white person walking down the street wearing a Martin Luther King t-shirt. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Or, like, that's fine. But how, you, can, how many black kids have wore a goddamn Captain America exactly. outfit? Exactly. Right. And I'm just you know, like, I, you can cosplay whoever. Just don't disrespect actual people. I started um, reading this book written by an African woman. I think she's from Nigeria, Children of Blood and Bone. Mm. And it takes place in Africa. And it's re- I listened to all my books. And it's read with an African accent. And I was like, is this? I really struggle with the concept of, is this for me? Like, this isn't for me. <laughs> but then also trying to like reconcile that it is a book meant edu- to be enjoyed. And it's, and it's education. And it's education. Yeah. Yeah. It's education straight up, which I 100% am all about. I'm just like trying to get people to understand on social media that like you can cosplay whatever you want. I am a black cosplayer and most of the characters that I have, I feel like are not black. So if I'm not changing my skin to lighten myself up, yeah. like what the hell is your excuse? Well, and the history of black blackface it exists because of yes. like minstrel shows mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. of like the way that like black people were deprived roles in entertainment because people would paint their skin black and do racist characters parody. Yeah, like parody, parody. like yeah. mock yeah. mock well, yeah, yeah. it's like a mock people it's yeah a it's mockery. not just about the skin tone it's about the whole history google Am- google amos and andy yeah, and that's, yeah. That's, yeah. step and, fe- uh, and step, step and, and fetch, fetch it, it. Um, and for those who are on want to argue with me about mm-hmm. cosplay accuracy yeah. shove it because yeah. i cosplay without lightening my skin and i am damn near 100 percent. my favorite I, cos- I cosplayed bucky i'm not a dude <laughs> exactly right <laughs> right and but, it's just it creates a whole big conversation about that about like even like gender bending or like well i gender bend mm-hmm. which is changing the gender of a character mm-hmm. not your gender crossover cosplay is changing your actual gender to portray as a mm-hmm. male and like there's like issues with that about looking at like the lgbtq LGBTQI+. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really like, good at this. I, Thank you. I, when I, I like, a, there's conversations surrounding that, which yeah. is like really interesting to me. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't dive in that because I feel like it's a disrespect. Yeah. When, when I was a kid, I dressed up as a Smurf one time. Yeah. I didn't try Rude. to convince people that I was a Scandinavian I, elf. I am <laughs> you know what a, I mean? I am imagining I didn't, you I didn't, like, I didn't like move into a fucking mushroom. Well, and, and, you know? I need pictures of this. And now I did paint my skin blue. I don't know. Now, now I'm totally t- fine. Okay, that's fine. Because totally there's fine. no blue fucking people. Right. I'm afraid you blew people. yourself. I've seen Avatar. I know what I'm looking at. Hush. I know the Cree people as well. Okay? That's disrespectful to the Cree people. You wrong for that. They're not real. What, about the, what about the pink Cree, Jay? That's huh? right. I mean, I know, I know all about the pink crack. Uh, <laughs> you know what? And, so does Carol Danvers. And and yeah. and let me just close this out with an overall arching thing to the to the fanboy. Wrap, wrap it up nice and pretty. Who, who complain? You know, going back to the to the female Ghostbusters movie, uh, uh, to to all of that stuff. Um, you guys are spoiled, and you need to learn to share. I mm-hmm. sat on a panel the day after the female. Ghostbusters cast was announced and listened to all of my male counterparts try so hard to justify their reasons mm-hmm. and I just there's none it, there's that none. was my none. first spike cosplay yeah <laughs> good you dress you. up as a Ghostbuster I made a Ghostbuster Absolutely. dress good yeah. to prove you. that I could a Ghostbust in a dress <laughs> I could a Ghostbust I hear it's a Ghostbust hey, I'm, 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 I'm you're Italian now Italian oh, Elon Musk the ghost. Italian Elon Musk <laughs> I'm this close to doing Starfire just to make a statement I want you to oh, please yes. do. I want you to we would so be bad. so behind you on that All even right. though I think I'll she sucks because she's just left with make Dick Grayson <laughs> All right. After, yeah, what were, what were, no, you were about to. No, I just, I just, I just. Y- where's, y'all got to learn to share. 
That's something that I learned from my parents, and maybe you didn't pay close attention to Mr. Oh, Rogers, but hello. he taught us how to share. But all the, right? the thing is, yeah, but you don't own this shit, people. Exactly. You don't fucking own it. And you live in a world with people of color and women. Uh Yeah, weird. Just like Star Wars. You go and make us. You go and make us. Well, here's the thing. These people who complain about this shit, they're scared of both. Mm. Yeah. People of color and women. Yeah, that's true. Just like Star Wars. (laughs) Just like Star Wars. After these (laughs) messages, we'll be right back. back. Damn it. This is not your everyday cafe. And this is just one indication. Delicious Twin Sons Cafe is. Go eat there, you should. Mexican-influenced Americana cuisine, daily specials, and they're still rocking home delivery, along with a full-service catering. Find comfort food in a cafe inspired by a galaxy far, far away. That's Twin Sons Cafe in Sugar House, 2305 South Highland Drive, just across from the liquor store. Open from 8 to 3 p.m. daily, except Tuesdays. Get details online at twinsonscafeslc.com. Hugs are free. Twin Sons, not your everyday cafe. Out of this f***ing world, its food is. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's find out what's going on at Dr. Volt's in the month of August. The Sandman Universe. From the mind of New York Times number one best-selling author Neil Gaiman comes the new world filled with dreams, nightmares, and wonderful characters living together in a shared universe for a new story unlike anything you've ever seen before, the Sandman universe. Brian Michael Bendis, one of my favorites, returns to his indie roots at DC with his own Jinx World imprint. Bendis is relaunching Scarlet and premiering Pearl, the story of a tattoo artist that gets embroiled in a gang war with the Yakuza in San Francisco. Over at Marvel, the Fantastic Four return with their own title this month, Avoid No Other Team Can Fill. And it's time for the world to move on, but can it? A life-changing decision by the Thing, a momentous declaration by the Human Torch, a clarion call to arms that summons Doctor Doom, and a signal in the sky that heralds the return of hope to the Marvel Universe. Dr. Volts, open seven days a week, hold services free, and with that you get a 10% discount on purchases over $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. They are at 2043 East 3300 South, the friendly comic book store, Dr. Volts Comic Connection. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my Workout Buddy SLC or email me, myworkoutbuddyslc at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. And we're back. Holy All right. Shit. 
stuff, got, we got doors. Stuff happens during the commercial. Yeah, oh you don't know. God. I'm exhausted already. Is, uh, <laughs> it was I'm like a... yakety sack, Scooby Doo, like running in different rooms, chasing each other. <laughs> yeah. It was. It we was went awesome. in the time closet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was awesome. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, now, as we, uh, well, uh, Jay, you just saw Mark Maron perform. Didn't you? Yes. yes. And it was very good. I well, also saw that. <laughs> I had the, the tizime of my life as we record this episode. Tizime. Tizime. Uh, because that's the latest uh, possible addition to the uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. What? Mark Maron? Mark Maron. Okay. Uh, He's my bae. Because they're, uh, they've, they're already talking to Robert De Niro. They got Francis Conroy. This is a cast, folks. I'm why? Who's Frances Conroy? <laughs> she was uh, the mom in Six Feet Under. Yeah. In, oh, okay. In yeah. American Horror Story. American yeah, yeah, Horror yeah. Story. She's got a spooky face. She's she great. She's a great face. actress. So we got De Niro. We got Frances Conroy. We got Joaquin Phoenix. These, Marin, are, these are legit actors. Marin would be uh, playing the parts of uh, an agent on Robert De Niro's talk show who plays a part in booking Joaquin Phoenix's character, and you know, being on the show turns him into the Joker, what? Clown Prince of Climb, Climb, Crime, <laughs> <laughs> the Clown Prince of REI tools. Yeah, so it's it's basically they're they're using the Killing Joke mm-hmm. origin well, story loosely, sorta, not completely, but sorta. I think Marin's really kind of come into his own as an actor. But yeah, I He's I have to say because because when he when he started on Marin. It was awkward. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was hard to watch. But it by was, the end yeah. of it, I thought the last season was fantastic. The last season made me cry. Yeah. yeah. I cried every goddamn episode. Yeah, his struggles with like addiction and then how he comes around. It's rough. Mm-hmm. It was, we're talking about Marion, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, he, he, he began to relax in his own skin by yeah. the end of season two. And and he's then, just and fantastic he's, in Glow. And he's good in Glow. Oh, I'm in well, Glow. Well, I cried during well, every episode of Glow. I, I, I do want to point something out about... Uh, Glow, and I'm not, and it's not, it's not taking away anything from the show. Or, I'll be the or, judge or, of or, that or Marin's performance. But let's hear it. It's, I love both shows. Orange is the New Black and Glow. Marin is Marin's role is just the warden. And <laughs> yeah, Orange it's is, true. No, like, no, he's like a fucker. He's yeah, the worst. Sure. Yeah. But it, but but that's what made me appreciate his performance. Yeah. You know, you He's know the a shoes I with wear. a heart of gold. Yeah, yeah, like these are the official glow shoes from Reebok. Oh, they literally nice. have the word glow inside of them. They, yeah. What? Hold on. Well, they, I'm going again, you reached into the time closet for those. Uh, yeah, they're those, Reebok classics. Those look right <laughs> out of the 80s. I think Y'all I had see. these when I was like three. Yeah. That's amazing. Y'all yeah. can't see this, but uh, Kari just stepped out of San Junipero <laughs> in Black Mirror. <laughs> so did. Uh, but anyway, so there's that happening. Now, this is uh, this is interesting. Uh, this is business. As oh. we like to say, oh business! Because uh, you referenced it earlier with Disney, you know, getting the Star Wars rights back and getting all of that, that stuff. Disney money. Uh, uh. But, but this is this is really interesting to me though, because uh, you know Disney didn't think that they were going to be building their own Netflix back in 2016, and then it's two years, and then ago. they're like, That's oh, so we gotta crazy. have ours too, and now they realize, yeah, we need ours too, and oh. so it's coming, and they. Kind of made a mistake because see they want to have all the Star Wars movies on their streaming service. Mm-hmm. Problem is, is that Turner Broadcasting and they made a deal to have the Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. and this deal goes until let's see, where's what's the year? It's like it's like twenty twenty four. So 
It's like Marvel fucking up when they sold off all their shit. Exactly. Know? That's that's exactly what this is. So let me find this for you. Uh, Turner Broadcasting, a common extra revenue stream for the movie studios. They get $27 million from Turner for Star Wars movies, right? For A New Hope, which involved Turner negotiating a separate deal with Fox because A New Hope is partially owned by Fox, which is why we were never able to get that special effects, you know, early Free, special yeah. effects. I know, this is deep. Uh, no, <laughs> it's just I've been in a polyamorous relationship before, and I, this is what Disney Fox, all this shit sounds like. It's so confusing. <laughs> I know. Like, are we fluid? Are we fucking? What's up? Like, are, we, are we best friends? Are we something? Yeah. In because, between that? Because Fox... I we never fucked, and I mean that. Fox owned some controlling interest in the original Star Wars movie, Jesus. but now... Disney owns Fox. Right. So, anyway. Uh, Disney so, owns everything. So, I hate divorce. So, what it boils down to is that uh, Bloomberg is reporting initial offers from Disney about potentially getting the Star Wars rights back from Turner's. Where met, uh, Turner was met with resistance because there's another six years on this contract, and they, they like having Star Wars on TBS. Now, Disney is known for getting what they want as well. That's something else. But this is my question to you guys, is that now if, in fact, Disney owns Fox, the movie studio, that means that they conceivably, I'm not a lawyer, own Star Wars A New Hope outright, right? I don't know. Which means that these fanboys who have been screaming for the original special effects version on Blu-ray or you know digital download, could that happen? And do you want it? I, personally, remember those old bad effects. I don't need the original versions of Star Wars. I don't. Mm. I'm actually okay with the new ones. With the special editions? With the new special editions. Yeah, I am too. I'm actually okay with them. Because it's, it is, I'm not crazy, right? It, it is subtle. Because I've seen like the befores and afters. Like mm. a lot of the like re-up special effects, it's not gaudy, right? Yeah. It's not ridiculous. Well, I, well in the original in, in, one. Right. In New Hope. God, well, it, no, out. that's painful. The, the, is the it? original like, New Hope reboot, whatever, it's painful. Yeah, so. it's like, no, but they, but Georgie, they did. Georgie just shook out his whole fucking toolbox yeah. on that. But head. they did <laughs> add the, the stormtrooper hitting his head. <laughs> like, <laughs> they no, they they added a little too much okay. in in, uh, in Moss Eisley, uh, a little yeah. too much there. But they did, however, make that final battle better. Look really cool. It it improved it. I'm twofold. Just, I'm just stuck you know. on the first time you see Jabba and he's like, CGI flowing yeah, through. Yeah, see, that it's, scene didn't need to be that, there. That yeah. It's a little but, rough. But uh, Practical effects are where it's at. But in a way, I kind of hope that they release this, the original special effects. I because I want all of these you know, fanboys of a certain age who have been clamoring for it mm -hmm. to watch it again and go, oh. Right, okay. I've got the VHSs. Oh. Yeah, mine's on VHS. Yeah. That's why every time they released a new ver, like a yeah. new re-release, my mom bought up the the trilogy on VHS. I, I think, yeah, no, like I think this just needs to happen. <laughs> like, just figure it out. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Like, give it to him to make him shut up. Yeah, that's that's my that's seriously that's my feeling. Yeah, on that's it. where yeah. I'm. It's at. all right here. I like here. when you drink. Fine. I know. I'm already like two like, tall like, boys. Like, give it to him, son. Shut up. <laughs> By the way, I just want to say, Kari's over here drinking Medellin. The most disgusting chiladas, man. Oh, it's breakfast for this drinking. is thirty. This is thirty. This is thirty. I drink whatever I want. I stop giving a fuck. No, no. I, I I say they've been crying for it. 
Right. Give it to them and they're going to realize it wasn't as good as they remember. Yep. Exactly. I say that all but the time. But it's all white people. <laughs> it's all white I say it all the time to, to, to guys my age who go, oh man, you remember Knight Rider and how good it was? And I'm like, oh, Lord. go back and look at it. It's not. The only thing, I, that, the only thing that holds up is the greatest American hero. <laughs> I saw a tweet that Fuck was you, like... I'm serious. I saw oh, a tweet no. that was a reboot. Please reboot... Night Rider, but an Uber driver named Kit who has to like maintain his five star rating by escorting uh, whatever the guy's name is. Oh, <laughs> Michael Knight. Yeah, Michael that's actually Knight. funny. That's All right. I would actually watch that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, real quick here, uh, who saw the new Venom trailer? Oh my god. Yes. It lo- it's getting. It's starting to look worse. I'm starting to be like, really? oh I, shit! Why oh, do they keep covering up Tom Hardy's handsome, beautiful mouth? I know. Uh, I why know. does he always have such a fucked up voice and everything? Where is he from? Nobody knows. <laughs> he was born in the uh, darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friend were like, we just hope that shit cleared because <laughs> God, because like that that voice he's got in Venom in those trailers. He's like, I'm, I'm the Venom man. <laughs> the, he sounds like you, yeah, Shannon. The best Best, I'm the Venom. Regardless what you think about the Venom trailer, the okay. best tweet came from at Matthew Gatos. Okay. And it said, "What? but what if Venom had eyes? I will pass this around. I've already seen, seen this. It. It's creepy. You have to show Walking. Carrie. He's going to cry. I'm not, I'm My favorite it. is the gif where his head comes around. It's the googly <laughs> eyes. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> I say gif. Carrie's, Carrie's GIF? reaction just now. We can't have this conversation. You guys have to stop. Choosy geeks choose gif. <laughs> but that's, but I that's had a disturbing. Choosy, I had a choosy mom. That's disturbing <laughs> as fuck. Oh, man. That, I know, right? Isn't that horrifying? That bothers Please me. go. I, but I, re- have I you, retweeted have you this. Been down the Tumblr, have you been down the Tumblr venom hole? I've been down. Tumblr is horny for venom. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Tumblr horny for Venom. That tongue. Yes. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Rule thirty-eight. Venom looks 34. cool. Oh, thirty-four. The yeah. movie. Porn parody queen he here. It's Rule cool, thirty-four. But, we do like but, a, but you know, I, I need to come on that. It's in the works. But trust you know, me. But you know me. I uh, I've adopted Jimmy Martin's philosophy when it comes to anything, and that's show me what you got. Yep, I agree with so, that. Actually, I'll well, wait and yeah. see. And, you know? and, and then I I I say this: show mm. me what you got, and also like. Like the Jimmy Martin philosophy is, show me what you got, mm-hmm. and then my philosophy after it's made, I'm happy it got made. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who'd have thought we'd have a Venom movie? Yeah, no. I'm, I'm happy right. that we still have a Double Dragon movie. I'm happy yeah. that we still have a Street Fighter movie. I, every one of these geek projects that come out, I'm like, all right, maybe they miscued and misfired on a couple things, but mm-hmm. I'm still happy it got made. They were even talking about like in Venom in the movie, like. Like in the old cartoon, the like color of like the blue yeah. and the red, like mm-hmm. and how they kind of try to hue to that in mm-hmm. the like photos and oh, stuff. Fuck. So I was like, those little things, okay. Um, and um. yeah, yes. I've got breaking news. Breaking from the Hollywood Reporter. From the Hollywood Reporter. Fourteen minutes ago. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Tell him. Patrick Stewart to repri- reprise Star okay. Trek role it was, in new CBS All Access series. It was in talks. Yes. It's, worth, it's worth $6 it's a, a month, y'all. It's worth oh $6 God. a month. Let me see. It, Star it, Trek and Two and a Half Man reruns. See, I haven't I haven't reported on this because I haven't had a really source that I like. Yeah. But but I trust Hollywood, Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. Um, that's my captain. That's your captain? Oh, oh that's my captain too. I drink Earl like Grey. Fucking freaking out right now. Yeah, yeah I actually he was my captain too. I'm sorry to scream in your headphones. <laughs> no, it's fine. I actually I had like a weird kidney infection because I was drinking too much Earl Grey. So <laughs> it's fine. So it's just the way your I am. Bo- your body says, different. 
my body white. So, so that's right here. He's playing Jean-Luc Picard, of course. Yes. Yeah, and the new series will not be a reboot of Next Generation, but instead it's being described as an exploration of the next chapter of Picard's life. Oh, okay. So he's going to be he's gonna be in a retirement community. No, maybe he's like, yeah, an, ad, maybe he's like an admiral now. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's in, yeah, maybe he's like a, you know, in charge of Starfleet or some shit like oh, that. Oh, my God. God. That's amazing. If he's my in, if, if Sir In shows up. Yeah. You guys, <gasps> fun best friend Star but Trek like, God, party. That means, that means like Worf could come back. Oh, they all could. Data. Yeah. My man with the... <laughs> They all could. They all could show up. Jordy LaForge can see a better future. And it's funny. Yeah, they they it. waited for the people. they waited for the, the weekend space. of the Star Trek convention yeah. to uh, to announce. Oh, that it's so Vegas. exciting! Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Ag. Thanks uh, for the for the um, text. Thank you. Thanks, I, Ag. Oh, Ag did that. Thank you, Ag. Yeah. My twenty first birthday was uh, during the Star Trek. Obviously, my birthday is now. It was during the Star Trek convention. So I had a friend, Hannah, on Dax. Mm-hmm. Um, like Dax markings on my oh, face wow. for my 21st birthday. <laughs> wow. So I had permanent Dax marks. So I would like go to the pool in a bikini and have like all these fucked up marks all over my body. <laughs> How long and, did it last? Oh, it lasted like three weeks. <laughs> and it was crazy because like all, because it, because it was the Star Trek convention, I had people being like, fuck yeah, girl, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hannah. It was so good. Uh, now, so you, you, you say Picard is your captain. I never really appreciated Next Gen. Until I think the fourth season. That's kind of where I watched the first few episodes of Next Gen, and I just went. It's just what I grew up with. Too. You know, yeah. it, it, it wasn't for me. But then it was. You remember because you were there mm-hmm. as I was recovering from my uh, first surgery uh, from the cancer surgery. I was like twenty four or something. Yeah. That was the time that uh, I, I just recovered. That's the big old scar here, and the, the doctor kept telling and I made me that scar worse. Everyone, you did. <laughs> I should sue you. But <laughs> the doctor would tell me, you've got to get up and walk around because, here, here's the fun part, we're not going to release you until you have a bowel movement. Oh, that's Got to make some duties. Got to make yeah, some duties or you know, we're not going to release you until that happens. <laughs> uh, so I would make an effort to get up and walk around the nurse's station. And at night, I remembered that Star Trek was on Channel 13 mm-hmm. at 1030 every night. Oh, my God. And so then I would walk down to the visitor visitor's room because it had the color TV. Oh. The room in, the, the room I had had the black and white. So I'd, I'd make the effort to go down. And it was, it was sitting there watching them. I finally went, you know what? Actually, this is, mm-hmm. this is really fucking good. Mm-hmm. So I went back and I was able to, to start up again. And, and, and Next Gen has got some really good shit. Oh, it's got some great. Uh, yeah. and really I gotta good. say, oh, like, and I hate to say it, after uh, Ron Berry died, it got so much it better. It got better. It got better. Yeah. I, I mean, there's some, there are like some great episodes, like the, you know, like, I see. Three lights! Oh, yeah. That, yeah, one, that I mean, one's a classic. The, the one where uh, Data's on... They do the trial of Data to see if he's a person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, some heavy, that's some heavy shit, yeah. you know? And, and they're doing it on a space show. Oh, and all, <laughs> all the Klingon-centric episodes, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I love my Klingons. My yeah. mom's a big, like, next-gen, and that's her captain, too. She sees all of the Star Wars, but she loves mm-hmm. next-gen. And, like, all the mom. stuff with... I know, I gotta let her know. She's gonna be really excited. I love Q... Like is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Q's always well. Was one, of one of my favorite, uh, my favorite episode, I think, of Next Gen is is a Q episode, and that's mm. it, and it's it's brilliant. It's it's the one where uh, why can't I remember the name? Tapestry, mm-hmm. Tapestry is the name of the episode. It's the one where uh, Q gives Picard the, Picard dies at the beginning. Mm. It's a I great episode. He one. starts right at the beginning because of his heart, yeah. and Q is like. Like God shows up and mm-hmm. says, uh, you know, you died because of your bum ticker and you got the bum ticker because of a fight with a Nausicaan when you were in Starfleet Academy because you were a little asshole. Uh, you know, he says, so that's why you're dead. 
uh, you know, do you want to go back and fix that? <laughs> uh, and and I don't know if Picard said yes, but it just happened. Yeah. And so suddenly Picard is back in Starfleet Academy. We see him as old Picard, but everyone else sees him as young Picard. It was like it was like a quantum leap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he decided he decided <laughs> yeah. not to be such an asshole. Uh, you know, he's going to approach life a little differently. I'm not going to be an asshole. And so then the fight with the Nausicaan part came, and instead of getting stabbed, he was able to stop the fight, and everything was fine. And then Q suddenly shows up and says, all right, you did it. Snaps his fingers and suddenly Picard is back in normal timeline. And he's wearing a blue uniform instead of a red. And he's on... He's like a janitor. He's, 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 he's in charge of monitoring ion particles right. at a space station somewhere far, far away. And uh, so he tries living that life for a day. And then he finally says to Q, he says, I would rather die the man I was than to be that guy. And I just went, oh, wow, that's that's heavy. That line, that's stayed with me ever since. He's such a good actor. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, God, you guys. So, no, he's uh, classically trained. That's a that's I, a man who truly takes it to his I, I, gotta see I, him. I love him the most on American Dad. Oh, <laughs> hilarious! Well, I, I got to see him do uh, his. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the the Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol thing. Uh, he's cool. got oh, he, where yeah, he did a, right. a reading and he did played every he, single character. He was a one man show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I went to it by myself and I sat there like four rows back and I was just like. I love you so much, Captain Picard. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was amazing. Like, he's really... I love his little part in Dune, too. I read oh, a yeah. tweet this morning, actually, because he was putting on a one-man King Lear show. Is that right? Am I wrong about he that? He probably has. I think I, it is. So he, he hurt himself walking to the venue, and he literally just sat in a chair and talked to the audience for two hours. Wow. That's what they said. Like, literally, I just read this this morning, and they were like, well, he hurt himself on the way there, and he just talked to us for two hours, like, and, about and, his life. And by the way, how cute is him and Ian McKellen? They're so cute. <laughs> oh, and another thing about... About uh, uh, Patrick Stewart, he's a pothead. Oh, I love that about him. He's a pothead. Of course, he he's is. one of the first men I ever saw speak out yep. for feminism. Mm-hmm. That was so impactful to me. I remember he was holding a sign, and it was like, "Like stop raping women and girls." It was something really like inflammatory. But it was like literally like four or five years ago that I saw it, and I was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" And like, also, has he always side. just been fifty years old? Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. was born that Benjamin yeah. Button yeah, just yeah, came like, out of the womb, <laughs> fully grown. Oh, no, but have you seen old pictures of old boy though? Uh, yeah, he. I would hit it. I would hit it like like a fucking screen door in a hurricane. Sexy. Whoa. Yeah. Well, and I, I was. <laughs> That's aggressive. Yeah. No, I was. So I was aggressive. lucky enough to meet him. Seriously, yeah. this was you for met him? this was for the first contact screening. I, I was flown out to oh, L.A. That's right. I did the junket like Jimmy that's does. That's when he found out that uh, <laughs> what's her face is really hairy. <laughs> <laughs> My, I don't know how Michael Dorn breathes with all the hair in his nose. It's oh, just sure. it's a thing that I have. Anyway, uh, oh, and, and Marina Serta, she is she's very Greek. Um, <laughs> But we're at the, we're at the whole table, and and with all these you know media types, and so here comes Patrick Stewart, and he sits down, and I'm sitting right next to him, and uh, he's charming, and he's talking about I think this is the best movie, I love this movie, and blah blah blah. I love that movie too, by the way. And and as the the thing ended, I said, uh, uh, Mr. Stewart, I I think I can speak for everybody here. You're a goddamn good looking man. <laughs> Oh, thank you. And, and and I'm a Kirk guy. I just you know, <laughs> you know like, but listen. But but I'm telling you, I'm turning. I'm turning right now. I, you're turning me. I have just a turn. I have a shirt at home that says Team Picard on it. Oh, I love. Break it out. Break it out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm excited. Well, yeah, and, and again, exciting. there's. I told people 
you know, get the CBS app for Discovery. It's and worth it's, six bucks. And it's been great for Discovery. I'm t- I shut it off once Discovery was over because there's nothing else there for me. Yeah. But uh, now with this, they're giving you a reason to stick around. Yeah. This is all, and there are new Star Trek projects uh, <laughs> in in the pipe. They're uh, they're working on a couple of others, and because they realized they saw that. The huge success that Discovery then, was. Uh, Every, then they saw everybody go away. Yeah. yeah. They went, oh, well, yeah, shit. Like, fuck this. Because <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I, I, I signed up for that membership for the CBS thing for Discovery and yeah. then for that, that Stormy Daniels thing. That Yeah. Did. We played a drinking game at yeah. my friend's house. Yeah. For that. Ransom. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to Ransom. 60 okay. minutes. I really, just really quick, I really need a show that has a government. Like a, a government entity like Starfleet that I can believe in, mm. and that has a captain that, be, like a like a person that believes. You know what I mean? Like there's something well, psychologically yeah. there that that made me that news made me so happy, because yeah. Picard is truly dedicated to the ideals of Starfleet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean that's that's why Star Trek is always you know I I love Star Wars, Star Trek, all the Marvel yeah. stuff equally, but really at my heart, at my core, it's Trek because of the philosophy. Yeah, same. You know, that's that's always been the thing that has motivated me. So, yeah. I just got another thing from Egg. This oh, is fucking real. What is this, breaking news? More breaking news. This is from Patrick Stewart's Twitter. From his Twitter. It says, it is an unexpected but delightful surprise to find myself excited and invigorated to be returning to Jean-Luc Picard. And explore new dimensions uh, with him. Ready for my full statement in the photo. At, hashtag Star Trek at CBS All uh, Access. Yeah. And then he's got a huge right. statement. Yeah, go to his Twitter. He's got a huge statement on there next to his photo. Oh my god, I almost started. This crying. exciting. This exciting. This is exciting. Like, I'm right. unreasonably excited. <laughs> we should have a screening party, just like a. Where we all get together okay. and like, get some popcorn, well, get some drinks. I, I got the app on my big TV in yeah. here, so I got, I got it at my house, but my house don't. We'll we got we got we got a small ass we'll couch. We'll we can do it. We can yeah. do it. We'll I mean, I don't trek, but I I can enjoy. <laughs> I can enjoy things. The you thing, can. It'll be fun. Yeah. The thing is, I grew up on, I grew up on TNG, and so mm-hmm. too. like, I've even asked the admiral himself, like, how should I Star Wars or excuse me, Star Trek, man? Mm-hmm. So, um, but. Picard is my guy. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> Picard, Picard is it? Like, I mean, like, and, and like, I have, I should be a DS Nine guy. Like, I love DS Nine. So I love like Cisco's. Yo, bro. Well, it's like seriously, classic DS Nine for me. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I fucks with DS Nine, and that's kind of like a nickname for me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost uh, bought a DS Nine hoodie yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But, All right. Yeah. Yeah. TNG is that. That's where's that. Let's wrap it up. Mr. B, if you thank you, by the way, our returning champions. Oh, no, you. thank you. It's always a good time in the basement. Uh, speaking of viewing parties, yeah. Um, I just printed a new video <laughs> for Family Video. Oh. Yeah, you guys should come over and watch. It's called Accidental Ham Eaters. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Absolute pleasure meeting both of you. Thank you. I just have to say uh, one thing. Thank you for the state. Oh, the greatest shows. My pleasure. <laughs> a man with great taste, great comic taste. <laughs> uh, this movie opens up with uh, "Why Do Dogs Bring Us Joy?" And I'm curious why you think they do. I mean, uh, for for me, you know, uh, the, the the wonderful thing about dogs is you have that unconditional love. That that you know, when I walk, when I come home, my my dogs are jumping all over me, and they think that uh, you know they're they just they just. 
put out love, and mm -hmm. and I think that that's um, you know yeah uh, that that unconditional love that dogs give is so beautiful, and you know for my character, the little girl plays my daughter. I mean, she literally would light up when the dog was on set, and yeah. so it was, that's what she's supposed to do on camera too. So it was. Um, authentic to what happens in real life. When a dog's around, everybody's just like, ooh, puppies and babies. <laughs> There's puppies a reason, they, you know, my, the people bring dogs to hospitals and to, you know, uh, to, to places. Therapeutic where, situations. Therapeutic situations. It's, yeah. it's just, it's a, there's something about them that, that makes people light up. And, yeah. and um, you know, we wanted to try to capture that. What's the most difficult thing about working with dogs on set? Uh, cleaning up their crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, the dogs. The dogs. Oh, oh, I th I'm sorry. Uh, uh, they bark a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, no, they're, you know, they're, the dogs were great. You know, the trainers, uh, you know, they, they, uh, the dogs that we worked with, they were sort of the rock stars of that, uh, the, the, of the dogs that the uh, trainer had. And they, they came and they were just, they, they crushed were, they, it. They, they crushed it. They came, they hit their marks. The only thing you have to do is they like, dropped they, the mic. they dropped the mic, they, they dropped the mic, they dropped the, uh, they're, they're, they were fabulous. You know, they, I have. Uh, they weren't hard to work with. You just it takes a little time for them to kind of, you know, hit their marks and do their stuff. Just because you know, there's a lot of things around that are foreign to them. So yeah, but they're great. Growing up, I used to love dog movies. I'm curious mm. if there's an old dog movie that used to be one of your favorites. We were. I was talking yeah. about Turner, Turner and Hooch. Hooch. That's a good one. Um, and I also like the movie with uh, the Paul Winfield movie uh, called Sounder. I don't know if you remember that one, but it's a, it's an, it's an older movie. But yeah. I remember. Um, uh, really enjoying Sounder. If you asked me the plot of it now, I couldn't <laughs> tell you. But um, but I remember being affected by that movie. That's a very emotional I love movie. reruns of Lassie. Oh, that's I good mean, one. that remember Lassie? Yeah. We're too young to. We weren't. Well, Sounder and Lassie, they're both both old movies. But yeah. you know that we you can get it on uh, what is it Netflix somewhere? You can get DVD? it DVD. Yeah. DVD. Yeah. You know VHS. VHS on Betamax. But um, Turner and Hooch. That's I mean you yeah, know that's 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 everything you want in a. In a dog movie, it's funny. It's it's got uh, heart and um, it's uh, it's it's a little sad. It's got Tom Hanks. It's got Tom <laughs> Hanks in his prime. Tom Hanks like sort of sort of like uh, ripped, like in good shape. <laughs> He's in really good shape. Yeah. Like really good shape. <laughs> I don't remember that. Absolute pleasure to meet you guys. Good to see you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure to meet you guys. Um, I'm curious when you got the script in your hand, what sparked your interest the most? Oh, I was excited even pre-script because it was Ken Marino, and I was really yeah. excited to work with him from from just loving the state and Wet Hot American Summer. Of I, I was pretty much down for whatever. Working with dogs was definitely a draw for me. Yeah. I love dogs so much. So I was like, being able to show up to work every day and work with a little <laughs> cute furry creature, that's definitely up my alley. It was a joyous set yeah it say. was so many comedians you mentioned you know the state Ken Marino and stuff like that there's so many great comedians in the show who is the funniest person to work with on the set v Vanessa is the, the funniest <laughs> person to work with on the set just because I'm sitting right here because, yeah because I would really be, be really dumb of me to mention anybody else <laughs> <laughs> what was the hardest thing about working with all these animals well they were fine it was the dogs that were the problem yeah what, did you say animals? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> not um, not cuddling them twenty four seven. I would just want to like hold them and play with them, and they're like at work, so they aren't really supposed to be held or played with yeah. off camera. Um, but where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> yeah. What are your comedic influences? Oh, um, like Mel Brooks and oh, wow. Steve Martin. Um, are, are kind of my two top tier. I would say then 
Chappelle show and Chappelle show, Chappelle show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's like the holy trinity for me. Gene Wilder, ooh, ooh good one. My number good one. one, and and I am Michael Keaton probably like wow. young Michael Keaton. Nice. You got great answers. <laughs> uh, there's so many dog movies like growing up. Was there? A, did you guys have a favorite one? Yes, I love Turner and Hooch. That's a good one. Yeah, I think it's Tom Hanks is at his most like romantic comedy funniest yeah and the dog is the straight man which i think is just hilarious i love that movie um i <laughs> just not a real dog but like fox and the hound that's a good was one like one of my favorites and homeward bound i feel like i watched a lot yeah there's also a sleeper in there uh canine with jim Belushi. oh yeah is actually um with the german shepherd yeah it's actually a funny movie yeah <laughs> one of my favorite questions to ask somebody because it tells a lot about a person is what is your go-to karaoke song Ooh, that's M- a good mine's one. Mine's like Celine Dion, The yeah, Power of Love. That's Ooh. a great one. Like, you give me, like, two drinks, and I'm just going to belt that baby out. <laughs> yeah. I would r- say, you don't even need to give me two drinks. I could do, like, one drink, and I'll <laughs> sing Lightning Crashes wow. from beginning to end. That's great. Uh, including the vocal break in the middle. Wow. Yeah. Ken really <laughs> wanted us to go do karaoke, and it never happened. I sang with Ken karaoke at lunch one day. Oh, well, excuse me. I don't think you were there that day, but <laughs> no, Ken... Ken has a karaoke uh, room in his house. He oh, loves wow. Karaoke. Loves karaoke. Awesome. Pleasure meeting you guys. You too. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Have a great day. Thank you. Pleasure meeting both of you. Uh, the movie you opens too. up with the question of why do jo- dogs bring us joy and why do you think dogs bring you joy? I think because at the end of the day, everything is love. Yeah. And that's all dogs know how to do. They They give you unconditional love and the only thing they expect in return is love and affection and companionship and... I mean, not not being a dog owner myself, uh, I get a chance to hang out with Nina's dog on set, <laughs> the movie and then our show coming out, and it, it does bring a different type of, I mean, Maverick's been around here running around yeah. uh, outside of, you know, when we're not doing this, and it's just, like, it's a fun, it's a fun thing. I mean, like, dogs just want to play, and they want to have a great time, and yeah. it's, uh, it just brings, like, a, a joy that you didn't know you wanted at the, at the moment. When you got your hands on the script, what was the music that sparked your interest into it? The title. <laughs> it had dog in it, and yeah. I said yes. Yeah, I mean, I joined, and then I read it, and luckily I liked it. It was, yeah. a, it was like yes, okay, good. The cast was great, and it was, it was uh, Kim Marino uh, was a buddy and uh, uh, was directing, and I've worked with him on, on my last show, and mm-hmm. it was, it was like oh, I, and I was aware of Nina and Vanessa, and I, Adam Pally was a buddy, and it was like man, this seems like it's going to be fun. I've never really worked with animals before, even, and. Yeah. It ended up being a, a great experience. You just said you never worked with animals before. What was the hardest thing about working with the animals? It wasn't that hard. I mean, they... they it wasn't hard. I wouldn't call it hard. I, I guess the only part that would, was a little difficult was dogs are not like actors in that as soon as you're done their coverage, when yeah. you shoot their shot, <laughs> they have to be taken away from set. So yeah. we had to do a couple of scenes with like stuffed animals. <laughs> so, yeah, just like, for like eyeline and everything. Yeah, oh, that's it was, funny. Yeah, it's yeah. weird like, when you want a reaction, but it's just, it's just a stiff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I grew up watching a lot of movies. A lot of them were dog movies when I was a kid. Do mm-hmm. you guys have a favorite dog movie? Homeward Bound. That's a good one. Mm. Yeah. Sandlot. Oh, good one. I mean, I, it's not a dog movie, but like, I mean, that's such a like a. You never said. You said you, you never. I thought it was. I thought you were talking about a dog movie called Sandlot. I didn't realize you were talking about Sandlot. Yeah, the Sandlot. Yeah. But just like, I mean, just the just the, uh, and I forget what what type of dog that is, but like. I just, I just remember. I mean, it's so it's so memorable to me growing up. That yeah. It's like, oh, that dog seems cool. He's like, he's a monster in that movie. But you get to the point where he's like, oh, this, 
This dog is great. Yeah. He's just, you know, he's just <laughs> held behind a fence. We got to get this dude out of here. Give him some freedom. We get some fun uh, songs in this thing. I don't know if you guys remember it, but there's like a new Kids on the Block cover. And so it mm-hmm. brings me to my next question, which I actually ask everybody because I think it tells a lot about a person. What is your go-to karaoke song? Ooh. Um. <laughs> For me, it's Baby Got Back by Sir Mixed What? What? Uh, I always do. I pick from Rick James, to be honest with you. I nice. Always, I always do something like Rick James. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Nice meeting you guys. You Thank too. you so much. Absolute pleasure meeting all three of you. This film is beautiful. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. I'm curious, what was the traits that you found about your characters that you fell in love with first? Well, I mean, Astrid was my favorite character when I read the books, because yeah. I read the books, you know, a couple of years before they announced they were doing a film. And I fell in love with her because, yes, she comes from this undeniably privileged background, but she's someone who's got a heart, and she's real, and she's suffering, and she doesn't buy into the trappings of wealth. So, mm. yeah, she's a complex being, and yeah, I love her. I mean, I love that Rachel um, has a real strong bond with her mother and that she's proud of her working class roots and she doesn't think that money or style define her she knows that the things that define her are the sacrifices made by ancestors before her who immigrated and gave her opportunities that she might not have otherwise had and so the way she creates her identity through that i think is really admirable i think for myself um nick was He's a good egg. I mean, in, 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 in the madness and, and the craziness of, of his family, himself, Colin, Rachel, Astrid uh, are the ones that really ground this movie. And, and uh, the storyline of, of theirs is, is so relatable. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but then it's accentuated by uh, characters like Bernard Ty or, or Eddie or, or, or Oliver. So um, everybody, everybody complimented each other. Yeah. If you could take one prop off the set, what would you take? Oh I know exactly what it was. It was a what? Paul Newman Daytona that oh, uh, yeah. you gave away to, I to know, Michael. I know. It's like a, a million dollar watch. Oh God! Uh, Vint, like it's you. Can't, you can't buy it. No. Gosh. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'd take the helicopter. <laughs> Have a personal helicopter in my backyard just for whenever I want it. You had some pretty crazy I, yeah. props. I don't know, the private island. <laughs> you take the entire <laughs> island out of the sea. Yeah, take that. Speaking of the that's islands, I mean, nice. that's what, I love this film because it's so gorgeous just to look at the locations you guys got to film in. Did you have a favorite place you got to film in? Gosh, I love Singapore um, and I'd never been there before. We were so lucky to have Henry, who was our kind of local knowledge. And we, <laughs> I mean, we ate like kings, but <laughs> Didn't, you didn't have to have a crazy budget, you yeah. know. You can have, you can go to a hawker market and spend five dollars and have like the best meal of your life. <laughs> so that was that was brilliant. I mean, I thought um, filming the wedding was tremendous yeah. because it's supposed to be like a fifty fifty million dollar <laughs> wedding, and it's it's so lavish and lush and rich. It's like going into another world of color and wealth, and uh, I don't know. It felt to me like a Gatsby-ish moment, you know? yeah. and so yeah. I think for me it was uh, filming with Michelle Yeoh. I mean, I'm, I'm Malaysian; she's Malaysian. She's mm. like a legend yeah. uh, when it comes to cinema, and uh, it was just so. I was just enamored by her. She's like the queen. She's everything you wish and want her to be. She's so. amazing. Yeah. Absolute pleasure meeting you guys. Thank, thank you, you so much for a beautiful Good film. To meet you. So, what do you think? I mean, we decorate. You, I you think like it looks it. beautiful. Okay, thank you. I, th- I appreciate that. You Not a lot of good I, re- I mean, you don't have to lie to us. But you don't have to lie to us, but I appreciate you know, it. You know. It's a little much, but cool. you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Noted. Noted. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> Great. Absolute pleasure meeting both of you. Uh, you guys are hilarious in this film. 
Um, I'm curious, you both had careers before you were a doctor, and I think you worked in publication. And what were, was there a moment when you guys realized, you know, like, I wanted to act, you know, start acting? Uh, well, for me in college, I, I took a, an acting class. I was I was at I went to Duke University, go Blue Devils, and <laughs> I took uh, and I took an intro to acting class <clears throat> like my sophomore year, and I just got like bit by the acting bug, like yeah. even before I became a doctor. So it's always been kind of like my secret dream to to be an actor. I just honestly didn't know if I would ever ever succeed in doing it. Sure. So yeah, yeah. That's so I'm awesome. very grateful. Cool. I, I I never planned it. I just you know I, I never thought I would be doing anything other than you know working like a terrible job for the rest of my life. Yeah, so it's an honor and a blessing. I guess it kind of kind of you know he was bit by the acting bug. The acting bug kind of just like flew into my mouth. You know, yeah. while, I was, while I was running really fast. Um, so you know, but I'm blessed. And Which explains our styles. Yes, ex exactly. Exactly. So, you know, he's still in there. He's still in there. I've not hacked him up yet. So, yeah, mine was just a skin. Mine was just like a like like a, like a superficial. Yeah, it's kind of like a little. Yeah. yeah. There's just so much soul. Yeah, mine, mine was like <laughs> one of those like one of those guys. Yeah. So. If you were to have the amount of money that the young family does, what would be the first thing you'd buy? Oh, that's easy. More real estate, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you buy at that point? Like, I don't know. More Adidas Climacools. Sure. I mean, that, that, that's number one on my list. <laughs> Look at you. She agrees. Yeah. <laughs> These Climacools insert themselves into every situation. Dude, I have a deal with Climacools, all right? All Let's right. just relax. You know what? They're beautiful. I thank you. I yeah. really appreciate it. And those, you know, those non-Climacools are, climacools. like, amazing. Thank those you. are, like, uh, Clima Stewart Whitesmith right. or something. <laughs> At one point, you used to switch. switch. Yeah, we, we Oh, yeah, switch. I wish, dude. That would, have been, that would be awesome. I find you guys are so funny. I'm just curious, who inspires you entertainment-wise? Um, God, a lot of, lot of people do. Um, people from Zach Galifianakis to Jim Rash on Community, uh, who is honestly one of the funniest people I've ever worked with in my life. And yeah. uh, he definitely inspires, inspires me. Yeah, I mean, when I was seven years old, I discovered Margaret Cho. I saw her mm. on Comedy Central. And Good one. Mm. She... I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today without her, without seeing her. And yeah. so, you know, that's how I know that it, 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 you know, young kids, they need to see their idols. We're looking for idols, you know? And yeah. so that's, that's, so Margaret Cho is definitely one of them. And, you know, Joe Pesci and my cousin Vinny. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Good reference. Good Excellent. Nice. Excellent. Absolute yeah. pleasure meeting you guys. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much. Thank nice you. Congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs>